This episode of The Bubble Lounge is sponsored by Kathy Wall State Farm Agency, voted the best insurance agent in DFW by D Magazine. Welcome to The Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson. And I'm Nellie Shudo. Nellie, you talk a lot about being from Manhattan, and I have visited several times. And I got to tell you, you guys have everything there. It's like such a luxurious city. You have got all the top-notch stores and designer brands and wonderful museums. But you know what you don't have? What? You don't have Neiman Marcus which started here in Dallas, Texas. That's true. It's funny because I'm just, I'm not going to deny that. New York has everything. And it did when I was growing up. And the rest of the United States did not. But I will say this, Neiman Marcus, even in New York, was such an iconic brand. And that Christmas catalog was something everybody looked forward to looking at. And we all kind of laughed about like, what are these people in Texas buying? You know? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Private jets or whatever. But I really feel like it played a role in defining luxury worldwide. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And so today we have on our show a luxury expert who's going to talk to us about what luxury means today, because it really has changed. Don't you agree? Yeah, I really feel like that the word has changed and evolved over the years. And um, luxury is pretty much available to anyone who wants it now. It really is. If I see another person carrying a Birkin bag and all I can do is wonder, (laughs) did they really buy that? Did they rent it? Can they're, they afford it? Is it fake? They're, they're time sharing it <laughs> with a hundred other people. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's what we've gotten to. Time sharing our wardrobe. Yes. <laughs> so we have a luxury expert coming in today. Her name's Cindy Kahn, and she's going to tell us how luxury has evolved over the years. But now it's time for crazy insurance stories from the Park Cities with our good friend and show sponsor, Kathy Wall. Kathy, what's going on today? Well, this is a crazy story, but had a homeowners whose liability uh, paid for when their dog ate their neighbor's prize-winning show chickens. Three chickens. I think back then it was like 1,500. The relative who ran the animal control at the time showed up at 11 p.m. at night and arrested the dogs and hauled them off. They got out of dog jail about three days later. Talk about being in the doghouse. <laughs> That's a great story. Thanks for sharing it, Kathy. You got it. So whatever your insurance needs, please contact our good friend and show sponsor, Kathy Wall State Farm Agency at 214-350-2692 or visit her website at kathylwall.com, K-A-T-H-Y-L-W-A-L-L.com. We are back from the break, and our guest today is Cindy Kahn, luxury buyer and advertiser. Welcome to the show, Cindy. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Well, and I know you've worked at many places, but for us, the whole Neiman Marcus training and et cetera and working there to us is so fascinating because it's such an iconic brand that I associate with Texas. Yes. In fact, Cindy, I grew up in Fort Worth, and I always remember Neiman Marcus. And when I think of Neiman's, I think of ladies who lunch and very fashionable ladies. But then the one thing that really stands out to me is the famous Christmas catalog. What can you tell us about that? Well, the Christmas catalog, I remember since I was little. I grew up in Wisconsin, went to school in Madison, and I was recruited by Neiman Marcus. So... The first thing I really wanted to find out about was the Christmas catalog and who worked on it. And there's a T 
team downtown in Las Colinas that would start picking amazing items, his and her gifts, like the camels and <laughs> a his and her camel. And I think actually one of the camels might still be alive in Fort Worth somewhere. I just want to know how much were the camels then? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, probably, I don't even know. I don't know what a camel goes but for. Was, these. was it like just ridiculous, right? Because yes, I remember my yes. mother always said to me, you must, any lady always has Town and Country Magazine and W. And then the two catalogs were also Neiman Marcus <laughs> and Bloomingdale's. So being a New York girl, Bloomingdale's, but Neiman Marcus was to me the same thing. Growing up looking at that Christmas catalog was a big deal. Yes. And some of the other gifts were like a his and her submarine, like you had your own submarine. <laughs> and, and people to do really what? buy these things, <laughs> They right? really, I mean, actually some of them would sell out within minutes. So what was, I want to know what the, the tagline was for selling a submarine, for a private submarine. I you mean, too can plunge to the depths of your lake. You know, like, right. And it's like not something you can travel with. And where do you like dock it? I think, don't you kind of think that part of it was just the idea of something that nobody else could afford? It was like, well, I can buy a camel. Exactly. Right? Yes. And, you know, another example was, they created action figures, his and hers. Or like you of yourself? Of yourself. <laughs> oh my so you would send in a picture and this company would basically make you into a superhero. <laughs> Martha, you know what you're getting for Christmas? Yes, I can't wait. That's awesome. So I think I remember there was a his and her jet one year. Mm-hmm. Yes, there was. Did somebody buy that one? Yes. I mean, oh my basically, I can't think of anything that wasn't purchase. Oh, see, well, the, the way I would see it is it's kind of like, you know, when you go to those school auctions and mm -hmm. there's always the person, no offense, we love these people, right? Right. right. I'm just not that person. I know where But they literally bid on every single thing. And it's kind of like $100,000. I got it. My paddle's up. It's sort of like, it does get attention, right? It's like, right. if you're that privileged, you get to share the fact that you are that privileged. Right. right. And the funny thing is those people think they want it. Exactly. That you paid. Yeah, exactly. You didn't win anything. <laughs> Look what I won. And they always say win, but yeah, you actually bought that thing. And exactly. I'm not putting people down for that. Like no. I'm saying that is a great thing. It funds charities, et cetera. But you know, there's a little bit of a cachet that goes along with being able to bid on things like that. Exactly. So was your training program, so you got recruited yes. from Wisconsin. Yes. Uh, so was that like a big deal? Was that like? It really was. Yeah. I was so excited. I can still remember the day they called me and told me that I got in. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I started, my training class was in June. And I can tell you, like, half of the class is still some of my best friends. Wow. And was it really rigorous? Was it fun? Was it kind of, I kind of picture it like what it was like to train to be a stewardess. At a certain point when it was like you had to dress a certain way and working at hold yourself as exactly yes. hold yourself a certain way. Exactly. You know, it was just like working at Vogue, you said. Mm -hmm. Just something yes. very high end, but they they also wanted you to learn every single part of the business. Mm -hmm. So you learned elevator etiquette. Oh, wow. You know, because mm -hmm. it's like you're right out of college and you're in an elevator and you don't know everybody that's in your elevator mm -hmm. and you start talking about, oh, I don't want to be in this office. Well, you might be standing next mm -hmm. to an executive Mr. in Marcus. the company. Yes. <laughs> well, and also, I mean, I grew up in New York City, so I know elevator etiquette. Don't talk to people. It's kind of like in the makeup trailer <laughs> when you're in a big movie. It's like, avert your eyes. 
Do right. not look at people at 7 a.m. They don't want to talk to you. Look at the numbers. <laughs> yeah. like, let the ladies out first. Hold the door open when somebody's running. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, we had to go to the warehouse and work out there. And it benefited you later when you're an assistant buyer and you know all the people at the warehouse. Yes. And your product is not moving through quick enough. And you pick up the phone and you're like, can you please help me? And you know what? They remember mm -hmm. you were nice to right. them. Yeah. And you understand their daily struggles, you know. Did you all live together kind of like, like a sorority or no? You know... You became very tight. So yes, like, we were all very close because we all had a project at the end that we had to present. So some of the class was like divided up and mm -hmm. I can still remember the people on my project. So it was like the training program was pretty rigorous, mm -hmm. but it's like I still remember almost everything from it. And well, I want to know more about being a buyer. Like, do the customers get any input? Did you ever have any weird requests? Like, I really want a such and such. Can you please start carrying it? When I was in the shoe buying office, there were some people with abnormally large feet. <laughs> <laughs> so can they you were like carry a size 20? <laughs> exactly. In and a pump, like, in a patent leather pump. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, it's like, well, that becomes a special order. And I don't even know, you know, those shoe factories that far back in time, even if they have a last that would accommodate. Mm -hmm. So we would get some interesting requests, but the large shoe was one of them. And, <laughs> you know, I think maybe it was like a 14, but... Mm -hmm. That's we a big lady. That's yeah. A big shoe. <laughs> <laughs> What's your weirdest story about what people... I, I'm imagining you have this high-end clientele, and then we'll talk about your other jobs too, mm -hmm. but you have this high-end clientele, and I'm imagining that some people are not that easy to deal with, that that's what you're... You're dealing with very particular people. Type A. Yes, who yes. want everything a certain way. Some people that were very, very particular, and in cosmetics, there was an interesting story that this woman bought a jar of Nature Bisse diamond cream, which is extremely expensive, and brought it back in about six months <laughs> and said she'd like to return it. And the sales associate, you know, looked at her and was like, okay, why? And she opened it up and she said it just, it didn't work. And she had used, used the whole bottle, <laughs> all of it. <laughs> so it's like, what do you do? What, what did you do? They took it back. Wow. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe because she's a high-end client who probably was spending thousands of dollars there all the time, right? Like a returning customer. Yes. I mean. Or she, should we all try it? I'm just asking. <laughs> well, they've kind of <laughs> changed the policy. <laughs> so now you can sample so many different cosmetics. Mm -hmm. So what they do is they give you a sample to try. And if you don't like the sample, you can bring back the product, but you can't break the seal on the product. Mm, okay. Now. Okay. So Bloomingdale's is like Neiman Marcus. Mm -hmm. And I grew up, you know, 20 blocks from Bloomingdale's and that was my hangout, et cetera. And I was actually a perfume girl for a while, which was so much fun with the black and white, you know, lobby and Bloomingdale's. Oh, right. But the celebrities that came in were so much fun to see. Like I remember Liza Minnelli coming in. I remember a lot of rock people because they were always so fabulous. Like they were always wearing fur 
and you know and like almost like they were wearing a like a gown that was dripping across the floor and fur and they made an entrance. Did you have any people like that in particular you remember? Yes. And of course, going through the training program, they're like, if there is a celebrity in the store, you leave them alone. You let them be. Mm -hmm. And so I'm on the floor and I had to go pick something up from cosmetics. So in cosmetics, and I look to the side, and I see Quincy Jones. And of course, I scream, Quincy! <laughs> and then he left him alone. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness. And he was with one of his daughters, but he was so nice. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I am not supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, well, I'm glad you did. And I ended up taking um, he and his daughter around the whole store. Mm-hmm. So it turned out to be a good story. <laughs> That's a good one. So aside from celebrities, what kind of vendors came in? Like, did they come in with some crazy ideas of what you should sell in the store? Well, each buying office was assigned to different vendors. So the first office that I was in was like, the shoe buying office. So, you know, it was like Gucci, Prada, all the fun shoes. Mm -hmm. And there would always be a book presentation. So the buyers would actually present to the book team, the advertising team, Mm -hmm. and they would push like the best of the best to get a page in the book. So it could be the Precious Jewelry Office has a $1.2 million canary yellow diamond bracelet. And, of course, I remember that <laughs> because I got to try it on. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was gorgeous. You know, they pass it around. And later in my career, I had gone to Tuesday morning. And, what? yes, it was <laughs> now luxury to value. Yes. And it was very interesting. They had a similar presentation. It wasn't a book. It was more of a flyer. Okay. And (laughs) their flyers come out constantly. Yes. (laughs) And my first presentation, I saw one of the buyers presenting crafting tools and wanted two pages. And I was like, I don't think I've ever said craft out loud. Did you suggest the $1.2 million canary bracelet Tuesday morning? The CEO at the time was like, I bet this is a lot different than Neiman Marcus. I was like, yes, it is. Yeah, that's a huge contrast. And it seems like the word luxury has been thrown around a lot lately. And it seems like that word has changed in its definition. And we need to take a quick break. And when we return, we're going to talk about luxury and what it means nowadays. If you're a fan of the Bubble Lounge, then we have a very special offer for you. Send us a text message to 313131 with the word bubble and join our exclusive community of Park City's moms. Every week we send you a link to the latest episode of the show, but that's not all. If you send a text right now, we will also send you a link to our private online membership website. Our membership site contains tons of helpful recommendations for women in the park cities. So whether you want to find something interesting for the kids, get recommendations for the best services, or just hang out online with other moms like you, our membership site is the perfect place. And best of all, it is free to join. So take out your phone and send a text to 313131 with the keyword bubble, that's B-U-B-B-L-E, 
and join us and your neighbors in the Bubble Lounge. Welcome back from the break. So when we left off, we were talking about the word luxury. It seems to be thrown around quite a bit. And when I think of luxury, I do think of Neiman Marcus. They were kind of the originators of the luxury brands. But it seems like the word has changed over the years and it's taken on a new meaning. What are you seeing on your end? Luxury to me is something you invest in Mm -hmm. and you can keep for a long time or pass down through generations. Or, like a camel? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or a submarine. <laughs> exactly. It's the best of the best. And now, I don't think you necessarily have to invest in it. The millennial mentality is we can have it, but we'll rent it. Wow. They rent their clothes Isn't from interesting. rent the runway. They don't even want a car because... They'll Uber or Lyft or Alto. I don't want to leave anyone out. Um, (laughs) And there are places you can rent all your furniture. Mm -hmm. You can rent a designer to design your space. So they Mm -hmm. literally don't own anything, it sounds like. It's like they don't want to be tied down Hmm. to anything. They don't. I'm saying they, you know, I can't speak for all the millennials. But but I feel like... They don't necessarily want to buy a home. They love to travel. They love to be anywhere at the drop of a hat. Yeah. Well, you're right. Like luxury has trickled down. It's now like I feel like we all live a very artisanal life. Like you ever the way we eat, the way we drink, the way we dress, the way we travel. Everybody's like, I only do it this way. Right. And to be driven somewhere could be considered a luxury. Mm -hmm. And now Everybody can do it. I remember my husband asked me, we were driving in LA and like we were dating and he said, what's your dream car? And he knows everything about cars. So he said something, something, I don't even know what it was. He's like, what about you? And I said, a black car with a driver. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, really? That's your dream car? I was like, yeah. That's my dream car. Just being driven around. Yeah. And back in those days, it was definitely a luxury. But now you can just call any number of services, especially Alto. Yes. <laughs> and they'll be there in a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I want to talk about for a minute. I loved when you were talking during the break about how going from Neiman Marcus to Tuesday morning and then to Rosewood Hotels. Like, what was it like when all of a sudden you went to work at Tuesday morning? Well, I remember. Culture shock. <laughs> it, it was. I remember I called my best friend at the time and I was, I was like, I got the job. And all of a sudden, I started crying. And he was like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I hated the lobby. It was like they had fake trees. And then I saw someone go by with like a casserole. (laughs) And they didn't have on designer shoes. Exactly. Well, you know, listen, I shop everywhere. So I, I will I shop. Do too. I shop low. I shop high. There's, yes. there's a, a beauty to all of it, right? And, yes. And to me, fashion is being able to mix all that stuff and do it well. Exactly. You know? It's like I acquired a lot of great home products that I had no idea I needed. Mm-hmm. It was like a KitchenAid mixer. Like, how can you pass that up? Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so then you went to Rosewood Hotels. Yes. Right? So I was back in luxury. Mm-hmm. And that was exciting because I learned about the travel part of luxury. Mm -hmm. So in hotels, you basically 
wake people up and put them to sleep. Mm-hmm. So it's 24-7 of what the retail part of mm-hmm. it was. And, you know, it was very – I learned a lot about the customers even more. Mm-hmm. So – and it was, a, a you know, another training program where all the hotels learn about who the customer is. There's like a form that's filled out mm-hmm. and a picture – and they have a meeting every week, and they know who's coming. Yeah. That's incredible. Like, if they ever say your name, you know why. hmm <laughs> Yeah, I love it when they say your name. Yeah. Um, being in the hotel business, I would imagine you definitely have dealt with some pretty high-maintenance customers and unusual requests. Can you tell us any funny requests that you've heard? You know, it's Rosewood does cater to the dogs, like Rosewood, mm-hmm. pets, So, you know, it was anything from the bed isn't comfortable for the dog. Can you bring in a different (laughs) How do you know if the bed is not comfortable for the dog? Because he tells you. (laughs) You know, (laughs) can just see it in his eyes. (laughs) I I, I got to tell you, I so, I mean, I travel all the time. I'm on a plane every week. And I like dogs, but I don't want a great day and sitting on my feet. Uh, No. (laughs) I really don't. And the more, like, did you guys hear the story about that peacock, like the... What do you call those animals? Like a emotional support yeah, peacock. Yeah, an emotional support right. peacock that somebody brought on the plane. Like it, it's getting a little ridiculous. It's, it that, really is. Yeah, it's, it's everybody's crazy. pet. And my sister's a psychiatrist, and she told me <laughs> if she gets another request from somebody saying, I need an emotional support dog or whatever, just because they want to travel with the dog for free and get in the best seats, et cetera, and get on the plane first, like right. a lot of it's a, like a hoax. Yeah. Well, I always say if you have to have an emotional support squirrel, I don't want you on my plane. <laughs> yeah. We're dealing with much bigger issues here. <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) So what are the up and coming shops and brands that people should be aware of here in Dallas? Well, I recently went to Legacy West, which is actually a little bit outside of Dallas, but they're also opening in Chelsea in New York, which Mm -hmm. is exciting. And it's called Neighborhood Goods. And it's a cool space where merchandise can flow in and out every six months. So they try and find different brands that sometimes they're local, sometimes like Cynthia Rowley launched a surf line. Mm-hmm. And we know her from the ready to wear business and dresses. But and there's so much surfing going on in Dallas. Exactly. <laughs> you really have to get the right equipment. <laughs> we are landlocked, right? <laughs> Yeah, but it's the idea of like, oh, look, I got a surfboard. Exactly. (laughs) So the store is kind of set up where it's like flows all the way through, but there's different sections. Kind of like vignettes of of the different brands. Yes. And so a lot of visual display can, it can change the look of the store every six months and they have different speakers that come out and they have a great restaurant. So I think it's the stores that also bring in an experience. And the experience might be a restaurant within the store. So I've actually been in there before, and I want to tell you something funny. So there was a little Nike vignette set up. And I love leopard print. Guys, Cindy has a leopard shirt on right now. (laughs) We love anybody in leopard print. I love it. So there was this pair of shoes that had a lot of leopard on it and some red. They just really, really spoke to me. And I was like, can I see that shoe? And it was way up high. They had to go to all this trouble to bring it down. Look at the price. It's like $1,000. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, what's so special about these shoes? And they're like, they're very limited edition. So Did Sean speak to you then about that? <laughs> so you're yes, not buying the I shoes? I have been spoken to a lot about those <laughs> shoes. 
I remember that sneaker wall. It's uh-huh. almost like you walk in and it's exactly to the left. Yeah, it yeah. just calls. It's you like you're over in Anthony there. Anderson's closet in Blackish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like the new Supreme. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we were talking about up and coming. I think collaborations right now mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. a lot of things that. Yeah. Are going on Supreme and whoever. And yes, Louis Vuitton is one that they collaborate a lot. Yes. And what else would you recommend here in Dallas that we should all check out? Well, I recently went to Bullion and I love it. To me, that's luxury. It's a beautiful environment and every detail is gorgeous. It and the beautiful. service is impeccable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the food's good. When you want to ride and you don't want to drive, what do you take? Alto. Yeah. Another luxury brand that yeah. we love. And actually, I was having my car service the other day, and my car company uses Alto now. So it was really nice. I didn't have to wait in the lobby to get home. Mm-hmm. Alto took me home and brought me back. So basically, service defines luxury these days. Yes. And that was one of the number one things I learned at Neiman Marcus was customer service. Mm -hmm. And if you sell someone something that they're already looking for, you really haven't sold them anything. So it's all about anticipating needs Mm -hmm. of your customer, surprising them. Staying ahead of the game, right? Yes, exactly. Okay. So this has been, these have been really great tips. And I love hearing about this. I mean, Neiman Marcus really is like the staple of Texas the to me. And, and you luxury. were so well trained. They're the epitome of luxury. So thank you so much for being on the show. And where can people find you? Well, you can find me um, with my business partner. It's the studio 214design.com. Okay, great. And we'll put this on the website. So that's been our show. You've been in the Bubble Lounge. I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson. And we'll catch you next week. 